1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/recommend today. Now back to ninety-five-seven, the game.
2: Whitey Gleason, John Dickinson, we're live from Freedman's Fall Clearance Sales Event. JD, you're way behind on your eating demonstrations. We got what, meatball sandwiches here. We've got, I was at a crab cake there.
0: Oh, Chocolate tremendous. covered
2: strawberries. It's all going on here. Uh, the Freedman's Fall Clearance Sales Event this weekend only at Freedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill. Featuring live cooking demonstrations and one-of-a-kind specials on appliances. Come on by. Say hi. Tom did earlier. Gene, the great Gene, yeah. just came M- by. My
3: day is made. Yes. My day has been made because we met Gene in Oakland. Yeah. Uh, out here. Wearing in a warrior's now. hat and uh, And his Oakland, Oakland yeah. town, the town. Should have known it was him. T-shirt. And, yeah. And it, you could, it, I mean, immediately you knew it was Gene. Yes. Just, just by the voice.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he
3: gave, he peppered us. I mean, he peppered us <laughs> with, with. Some tremendous Warriors show fodder. Yes. It was wonderful.
2: Yeah, some of which we'll have to uh, sh- Some save. of it we're going to have to say. Yes, yes, yes. But before we get to the Warriors, JD, and it's amazing the, the Warriors getting ready to start camp and meaty days tomorrow, and then they're playing in Japan, and before you know it, uh, they'll be playing for real. ESPN's top five NBA players. You didn't see this, right? This is ESPN no. top five NBA players.
3: Top five of yeah. top five of all time? This is right now. Top five right now. Top five now. players okay. in the league right now. Top five players in the league right
2: yeah. now. Okay. Number five. You, you,
3: you want me to take any guesses or if you'd like? I mean I could okay. And I no, I had not seen this. I, I would and I'll just in no particular I'm gonna go Giannis, uh Jokic, mm-hmm. Curry and then at that point I'll I'll let you those three have got to be there, right? They are there. I'm going to guess they still put LeBron in there.
2: He, they did not.
3: Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I am surprised. Yeah.
2: Steph Curry is number five.
3: Uh Oh. Yeah. Okay. Number Embiid? Is four. Okay. Okay. So I got all right. Embiid is Curry five. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't. I don't like Yeah. I don't like. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that.
2: Luka is third. Okay.
3: Luca makes sense, and then the other two. You know are, how I
2: feel about Luca. Fine Ma- player, but still.
3: <sighs> Jokic and Giannis.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. Curry five, Embiid four, no. Luka three, Jokic two, Giannis one.
3: I think I would probably. Was oh, Curry fifth? Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would probably go with. Right now, I would probably go Jokic one, Giannis two, Steph three.
2: Really? Yeah, I Joka would go four, Embiid five. Definitely my top three. I probably would have Giannis one, but I, yeah, that's yeah. splitting yeah, hairs it's there. It's, but it, yeah, I mean, exactly. Embiid ahead of Curry is. I love Joel nah, Embiid. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, no, can't
3: make any sense. And, and here's the one thing we know. Here's the one thing we know. Steph, Steph, Steph saw it
2: and felt slighted. Sure. I saw it, and I felt slighted, so I can imagine how, how he felt. On the other hand, Steph's pretty happy because Andre Iguodala has decided, as you well know, J.D., as Warrior fans know, Andre Iguodala will be back for one more season. You know, last night I was watching Hardwood Classics. I've been watching all week long. I don't know why I started really getting uh, involved and in focusing on Hardwood Classics getting ready for the season. Last night, the first time I'd seen it since the Warriors won the championship. Mm. It was, once again, 2019 Game 6. And don't you know, sure enough, as soon as I turn it on, as soon as I turn it on, it's Curry with the steal. I had to Clay. And it was the play in which Clay got injured. Still very hard to watch but not as difficult to watch as it used to be given what happened after that and the fact that the Warriors went from there to winning another championship and Clay came back.
3: It wasn't the end of the run, even though it looked for a couple of years like like it it was. Even
2: watching it, it still felt – you could still feel that. Last game in Oakland, as you well know. Right,
3: and they were just – they were at a point where they just were –
2: Thanks, Justin. How are
3: they going to be able to cobble it together? You're not going to win that championship. You're not going to win the next championship because Clay wasn't going to be around – as somebody put it that night, it was you know, tonight. I can't remember who said this to me, but it was it was expletive laced as well. It was well tonight bleeped up two seasons. It it you didn't win the championship this year, and now next year. We'll just it. say?
2: Steiny said it. One Steiny. Okay, Firdel.
3: One one Friedel. Okay. Well, uh, but they were right. I, I can't. But it was just it, it So at that point, and for it was. We'll see you in November of or October of two thousand. And twen- twenty, and yeah. then little did we know that everything was going to be. We'll see very it for the beginning different.
2: of the Willie Cauley Stein era. Very different, <laughs> right? Don't <That's> do that. <laughs> don't do that to me. That's what the next year ended the, up. It didn't last yeah. long, but Glenn Robinson the third. Yes, yes. So here they are. They've won, and I think one of the reasons I showed that game last night is because Igadala, as I'm sure you remember, had a really good game at mm-hmm. Game Six, 2019. I think he had 22. Um, And so how about it? It just, again, put into perspective how special last year's championship was, seeing how far they had to come from that low, low moment. But where is Iguodala's real value? You and I talked a lot last year, J.D., uh, about how Iguodala played better early in the year than we thought. Of course, then physically he wore down. His numbers were – actually, his numbers last year were pretty good, uh, 603 minutes plus 114 uh, his net rating was second, only behind Curry. So they did play well when he was on the floor. But where is his value at this point?
3: At this point, it's more, and I think the Warriors will approach this season with Godala dramatically different than the way that Me they too. approached last year. I, I think last year they they were the plan was to not play him as much as they did. But and Steve Kerr's addressed this. They really needed him. Once they they needed him to help establish the system with the players that hadn't been in the system. And he was really good mm-hmm. early, mm-hmm. like the 18-2 and two start. He was a major part of it. And, and
2: then his to, body said, nope. To
3: the point where – and he seemed healthy enough. And they just – they kept running him out there and, and using him. And, and they gave him some games off here and there. But I think they wound up not having him available toward the end because of the way that they used him in the beginning. But they needed him at the beginning, and he helped them win at the beginning at a level which set the tone to where they had built up a cushion to where they could kind of coast in the second half and still wind up third and, and be able to, to not have home court advantage against Memphis and win, and then Phoenix got beat by Dallas, and and their pathway at, at that point was set. The fortunate thing for them was the fact that uh, they were getting enough from other players once they hit the playoffs to where they really didn't need him in the playoffs. Like I thought that had the potential to be problematic. Hey, it all a trusted playoff performer and champion. If he isn't healthy in the playoffs, could this really hurt him? And it really didn't. They really did not need him in, in the playoffs this year. I think they're going to try to go about it differently. I really pace him. I, I, I would think he's not going to play a lot it at the beginning to when, of the yeah. season
2: when they when they were playing the Cavs every year in the finals it seemed to be his job to just do whatever he needed to do in the regular season just be ready to guard LeBron in the playoffs as long as you're ready to do that which for the most part he was of course he won an MVP but I agree with you I think they're going to take more of that approach but I still think this year his value to the Warriors really will be and I know this gets a little you know Fuzzy around the edges, but I think it's about helping again them implement the two timeline plan. It, and
3: yeah, yeah, it's it's getting on Moses Moody and yeah. being a leader. It's getting yeah. it's, it's getting on Kaminga. I don't think Moody needs anybody to get on him, but it's getting on Kaminga. And and you know, hey, I'm going to be glued to you, and you need to work harder, and you need to do these little things, and you need to, to to turn yourself into you know a player that that is the you know the ilk
2: of your talent level. How incredible is that that Iguodala cares enough about coming and about the culture and the Warriors to even want to do that at this point.
3: Yeah, I you know, I I wondered what's in it for a godala other than other than the money for not really having to play a lot because I think that that is part of it. I do think it helps his podcast brand. Okay. I know you're going to like you're going to laugh, but I mean, I do no, think No, I don't laugh. I didn't well, expect
2: you'd say it, well, but I, well, no, I wouldn't I, say you're wrong. I mean, I'm
3: I'm I really did spend a few minutes trying to think, you know, what's in it for a godala? And sure, another championship. I think I think it is a, a love and a respect for Steph and, and Clay and Draymond. I mean, I think that's and Steve Kerr. And, I mean, he's really good and at Bob that. Myers. Like yeah. I think that's
2: he's the living, breathing embodiment in some ways of that "quote unquote" warrior culture.
3: Yeah, and so I, which is interesting because it's he's a unique guy. That's you know t- he's going to make sure he gets his and mm-hmm. takes advantage of of situations. That benefit him but I, I think I think there is a benefit for the next phase for him of the pot you know hey you're going to be around and have inside knowledge of the team that everybody's going to talk about more than any other team in the NBA this year and and to be able to you know we've seen Draymond with this like Draymond's given his takes on different things and and it, it, it's beneficial for Draymond to have that target of being a warrior. So I, I do think there's something to that.
2: If you could only listen to one warrior podcast the rest of your life, and it had to be Iguodala's or Draymond's. Draymond. Really?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it'd be Draymond for me. I don't know. You different, you go in a different direction? I may
2: go Iguodala's just because a little more subtle, but Draymond obviously is going to be more – there's going to be more fireworks. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd go Draymond. Iguodala announced
2: this on his uh, podcast.
3: He did. He did. And – good for him <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right
3: I, I mean I get it like they they they, they love really it. wanted they, him back they, they love they really Kerr, wanted him. Him back. Kerr loves him Steph loves him Drama like they all love him and rightfully so and he's been a big part of you say culture I think that's interesting because he, he is kind of a he, he's just unique because he is a get mine you know he's a get get his guy he is he's he. He also is and yet, cynical and, and, you know, seen the good and the bad, I think, of the league and the NBA culture. And, like, he's, he's respected enough, I think, to, to be able to look at a young player and, and tell him he's off base here or he should do that. But he's also, I think, respected enough in terms of the business side of uh, kind of understanding what a young player who's really talented and the ego and the things that come with that. Like, he's uniquely equipped to be able to maybe get through in a different way to a player like that because he's been through it and, and seen it all.
2: He's really smart. I think that's yeah, part of for it sure. too. And the fact that someone who is a savvy uh, when it comes to the business aspect of it was still willing back in, you know, 2014-15 – to say, all right, you want me to come off the bench? You want me? Yeah, he, Andre Iguodala. And he did that. He, and he was the, smart enough to recognize, all right, I'm probably better off in the long term by doing that. But still, I think that, that really, as I've said before, that breathed life into the whole notion of this Warrior team having that kind of culture. He's unique in that he can be the guy that's telling Jordan
3: Poole he's got to go get paid. Yeah. But he can also be the guy that says, hey, I'm going to you know, get on you to Jonathan Kaminga if you're not mm-hmm. working hard like he, he can he, he he's just in a unique space that not a lot of other players in the league are able to to navigate and
2: as I said I think that's really where his value to the to the organization lies this year because that two timeline plan you know in some ways you could say they won a championship last year the rest is gravy but obviously um, they still want to see Kuminga develop into a frontline player Um, and the young players get to a point where they're the core, and this year is going to be a lot trickier in that regard than last year. Last year, for the most part, Kaminga's a rookie, right? Moody's a rookie. So you guys are going to have to earn your minutes. Well, now they've like, all right, we did that. And I think this is more an issue with Kaminga than Moody. So now what? Um, They're going to have to earn more minutes, and how are they going to feel if it's – felt that they haven't earned those minutes. So it's going to be trickier, and Iguodala will be even more important to make sure those guys, as much as he can, that he helps them maintain some kind of even keel no, so I mean, they don't lose them.
3: Exactly. And, and
2: think, is apparently a guy that you have to worry about in that Yeah, I,
3: I mean, to me, the, the ability to have Andre Iguodala, as much as he's around, I know he isn't always around when he's not playing, but as much <laughs> as is around. Well, there's
1: golf to be played.
3: As much as he's around and as willing as he is to do it, like having him attached to Jonathan Kaminga, is a big deal. Like having him just mentor, like mentor Jonathan Kaminga could be, like that in and of itself. Yeah. Mentor James yeah. Wiseman. Yes, is you know, a Wiseman's the one. The guy we we probably talk about the least, and he he maybe is the guy that needs it the most. Even you know Kaminga in a different way. Kaminga's like extremely confident in his abilities. Like if anything, Kaminga thinks he's a little better than he is. At this point, it has to deal with that. Wiseman, it's almost the opposite. Like Wiseman needs to be, hey, have more confidence. Play like you ha- you know play more like Kaminga. Like where you just think, hey, I, this you know I, I am I, I I am should be the fifth with the you know fifth player with these other four guys that are on the floor, the Stephs, the Clays, the Draymonds, and the, you know, Kaminga thinks he's on that level already. Wiseman needs that confidence boost.
2: I feel that anything you get out of Wiseman this year is almost gravy, and I know that he should be ready to play. If he's healthy, he should contribute, but given everything else they're getting from everyone else, I feel like there's no real pressure on him, I don't feel like the team is, hey, we're going to need you to do this and this and this this year if we're going to be any good. It's great if they get it, but I don't know that they necessarily need that from him
3: I, this I think, year. I think Steve Kerr has said as much the other day when he met with the media and just that finding the, the right situation for him is, you know, it's really about simplifying. Like, they don't need him to start. They know they've got Looney. It's just carving out the right role for him. And, and just letting him play and not, and, and not expect – it is in many ways going to be like his rookie year, mm-hmm. I think, all over again. Can he stay healthy? That's the big part of it. I think you're right. Like, they, they have enough other options to where he's going to need to play in the regular season, I think. But, but once you get into the playoffs, he's not necessarily going to need to play.
2: To me, the whole issue with him is still the matter of what the Warriors want him to do, how willing is he to be that type of player. Because when we saw him as a rookie, and I agree with what Steve Kerr said, you and I talked about this. The Warriors didn't do many favors the way they force no, fed him, started him, yeah, yeah. When yeah he probably so I earned and it, but yeah, why not? Like we,
3: I, I mean, I was for that at the time because what else you going to do? Yeah, you're not winning a championship,
2: right? So in all fairness, even Steve Kerr said, yeah, we probably, we, if we had it to do over again, we'd handle him differently. But we did see from Wiseman that he didn't want to be that type of player. Now he's, you know, 19 years old at the time. He wanted to be more of an offensive focal point. So is he okay with that now? Maybe he is. He's matured. He doesn't have much choice. Not like he can go somewhere else. But I'll, I'm really anxious to see how willing he is to become the type of center, screening, defending, running the floor that the Warriors want him to become.
3: It's only going to help him. It's only going to help his game and his future if he is accepting of it. Oh, I, I, know. And, I and I think he will be. I, I I think he will be. I think he's... I think he's humble enough to, to just want to get on the court and contribute and and lay a foundation for the rest of his career, which has been a little unsettled at this point.
2: I don't know how you feel about this, but I know you know people come after they come after me, people who love Wiseman and how well he shoots, and that's great that he can shoot, but this year I don't even think it matters how well he can shoot. Now, sure, there's going to be times when he's going to take a jump shot. You want him to make it. But I don't think the Warriors are concerned this year about how well Wiseman can shoot the ball or how well he shoots threes. It's like, no, we don't really want him to do that. No. I know I don't this year. I,
1: I
3: think they want his shooting percentage to be really high because yes. it's going to be all dunks and layups yeah. and putbacks mm-hmm. and like simple stuff. Like, yeah, we'll see how many threes he gets and are they wide open threes and where are they on the court. Like, I think there's some threes they'd tell him to take. I think there's other threes they'd tell him not to take. But, yeah, it really is going to be. And and I don't think there's going to be a ton of minutes. Like, he'll get, I don't know, 15 minutes a game probably carved out for him going into it. Now he's going to have to earn those and play well. But it's not like they're going to be looking at 25 minutes a night for him right off the top, which is another thing that benefits him. I think there's also going to be – what I've called, and, and they, they did this last year, there's going to be some just developmental games where, hey, Steph's getting the night off and Draymond's getting the night off. And, hey, it, 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 the starting lineup's going to be Poole and Moody and Kaminga and, you know, pick your fourth. Wiggins probably because he doesn't take nights off. And, and, and Wiseman. And it's going to be like, hey, the four young guys and Wiggins, go get them because the other guys are going to be taking the night off. And those are the games where – he may be playing 15 10 to 15 minutes a game most nights but then he's going to get the 25 to 30 on in that setting which is an opportunity to go play and be free and not have to necessarily worry as much about the consequences or the ramifications toward winning on a championship level team
2: jd i'll say this on behalf of james wiseman it's john dickinson whitey gleason we're coming to you from friedman's fall clearance sales event come join us uh friedman's appliance in pleasant hill the fall clearance sales event it's all this weekend at friedman's i know a lot of people were critical of how long it took Wiseman to come back from his knee injury and i never thought that was fair Uh, but i know some people looked at robert williams and said look he's back right well that's what happened to Wiseman? well look what robert williams iii has had to undergo now he's back he had to have surgery again so the beginning of his camp uh and, is in jeopardy and i know
3: it's different injury that jaron jackson jr has now but jaron jackson jr is another guy that, yeah. that you know they, he came back had some other issues then now he's led you know, are those issues tied to the issue now i know it's a different issue but anytime you get with the feet and the legs you
0: mm-hmm. you know it's all mm-hmm. kind of
3: interconnected yeah. so yeah no the the warriors were in a position where they could afford to be cautious with Wiseman and not rush him and shut him down and make sure he was ready and I think they're hoping that that's going to pay dividends for for this year like that's the biggest thing above anything else the biggest thing for Wiseman is can he just get through the year and be healthy and not have any of these knee issues pop up and where where he's got to get shut down for extended periods of time and then ramped back up again like you just if you can avoid that in and of itself I think it would be a minor win.
2: So who's going to end up having the better career overall? Joey Bart, Trey Lance, James Wiseman. Yeah, yeah, I I, yeah. I like to update people on this question. Wow. are.
3: Yeah. I at right now today I would say Joey Bart. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a month ago I probably would have said Trey Lance. hmm. Mm hmm. But and, and pretty confidently, said Trey Lance.
2: Yeah, I, I think that question just speaks to how, how little we know and how we assume this guy's going to be great. And it's just really <laughs> difficult, although obviously um, the book is still and, wide open on all three of those no, guys. And, no, and question.
3: look, as far as Lance, I know I, I've gotten a lot of pushback and people saying, you know, you're too down on Lance. You don't like Lance. It, look, I'm not writing him off. I'm not writing his Why career. would people say that? What is it you well, say that, just, that upsets well, them? Well, because, I mean, I was one of the few people that, that did say, I didn't think he was having a great training camp. <laughs> Like and it just and there was without we need people like just, you to without, point that out when without you're there. without trying to oh they, there's this excuse or that excuse it's just what did it look like did it look good did it not look good didn't look great did it, did it, you know the the game against the Bears you know did he do anything in that game to where you would say he shouldn't be the court quor- the starting quarterback week two no did he play great no and and when you lose that game like that's the thing like when you're a starting quarterback if they had won that game and he had had a similar line. It would have been fine. Yep. If, if you don't win the game, you always circle back to, did you get enough from your quarterback? And, and yes, there was the rain, and there was the, the defensive breakdowns and the penalties. And I know all about it. I was there. But he did, at the end of the day, though, did, is, is the loss on him? No, but could he have played better? Could he have, could he have made a broken play, turned a broken play into a, into a touchdown the way Justin Fields did? Yeah, if he had, they probably would have won the game. So anytime you lose, you go back and you look at the line but like I'm open to the fact it's going to be harder now because of the injury and the lack of being able to play this year but it's not a comp- it's not completely like he could still go on and have a nice career sure he it's going to be more difficult now but I'm not out on him coming back and and being a good quarterback it, yeah. it is it worries me more though now just based on the fact that he look he didn't look fully ready and I think that what Kyle Shanahan has done in terms of bringing Garoppolo back and all the running plays, and, I mean, it tells you you didn't trust him to throw. That's an issue. Like, there, there are some concerning signs to where if he's starting at this point next year, you're a little worried because you were hoping that he would be a lot better by the end of this year, and now he's not going to be because he's not going to play.
2: Sure. It's, it's, it's obvious. That gets back to this whole issue of if you are critical of a player – in the views of some, oh, you're a hater. Why are you hating on him? It's like, well, what that? Open your eyes. And
3: I and I understood the moving on to Trey Lance. Like I, it, to me, it was the right call to move on to Trey Lance for this year. And Garoppolo wasn't going to be around. And I know circumstances changed and all that. Like last year, Garoppolo was the right move to me. This year, Trey Lance was the right move. But the thing that flipped it for me was what I had seen at training camp, and then they keep Garoppolo, and that like that to me was the tell that. Right. That at some point, if he didn't reach a certain – like, you don't keep Jimmy Garoppolo if you're not going to go to Jimmy Garoppolo if certain boxes are not checked once this thing starts going at some point. And, and to me, that's where that's where it changed to where for this season, it was – always going to become Garoppolo gives him a better chance to win from that point on.
2: I'm going to ask you a tough one here, and I, you may not have anything on it. We can just go to the basketball aspect of it, if you like. But what do you, what do you make of whatever it is that's going on with Ime Udoka in Boston? Awful. Yeah. And Awful. And I think I, it's... I, 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 I don't know what's going well, on. Well, and it's, I don't
3: want to speculate on, right. the, on the specifics. And some things have been reported. Some of it's a rumor. But to me, the worst is still yet to come, I feel like. And... And at that point, he's done. Like, he, I mean, he's already suspended for the year. And like I said, we don't know the details, so I don't want to speculate on it. But it does seem like there's there's worse coming. Yeah. And at that point, he's bye. From a
2: basketball standpoint. It's awful for the Celtics. Yes. It's awful.
3: And they've had two, you know, Gallinari getting hurt. A couple of weeks ago, they signed Gallinari. Nice signing. They I was
2: talking t- to my my good friend Jerry Reynolds. He said, no, "I don't think they're going to miss Gallinari that much." But I tend to agree with you. No, right?
3: I, I think I think that. Would he have played a lot against the Warriors in the finals? If they had played. yeah, maybe not. But uh, but to me, those are two things. Like Udoka was a big part of. Yeah. Like the, the, the change, the, why the you know why they yeah. had, why they had changed and moved forward to to be you know from being five hundred and all of that. Yeah. So I, I like. I, to me, it's a big loss. It's a big loss from a basketball standpoint. but If I, I owned the, the Celtics, which I problems. don't,
2: and this is not going to happen, he's made it clear, but I would have begged Brad Stevens to come back to coach this year. He's a really good coach. It ain't happening. He is. He ain't, it ain't happening. Although that ran
3: its course, I think, a couple years back with that group too.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a rough, rough, rough offseason uh, for the team the Warriors faced in the finals last year. Coming up next, why did Steve Kerr bring up that? comment. That's next here. It's Whitey Gleason, John Dickinson, and we are live from Friedman's Fall Clearance Sales event this weekend only at Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill featuring live cooking demonstrations and one-of-a-kind specials on appliances. Come on down and see us.
0: What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
1: Now back to ninety-five-seven, The Game.
2: And we're live from Friedman's Fall Clearance Sales event this weekend only. Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill featuring live cooking demonstrations and one-of-a-kind specials on appliances. John Dickinson, me, Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason. Uh, we'd love to have you come by say hi like Tom did. It's great to meet the great, I mean the great Gene earlier. Uh, we'll be here till four. JD, I know you're not giving a cooking demonstration. I thought perhaps you would be. I know you're not giving one, but if you had to push came to shove, and you're home and there's I've got to prepare something. I don't know whether it's a, you know, lady friend coming over or family, but oh, man, I gotta I gotta cook something. What do you emergency? What are you going to? What's your go-to if you've got to prepare something?
3: Uh, it probably a flatbread pizza. Okay. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you could yeah. pull that off. I could, yeah. Yeah, could pull that off. Yeah, I probably would have to just get the grill out and throw something on there. Yeah. I just my. I mean, if
3: I had a little time, it would be like you know maybe some tri-tip in the smoker. Yeah. But that's not. That doesn't apply.
2: Okay. It All doesn't right. Apply. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, i need need
3: a little lead-up time for that.
2: My wife Shinyan, by the way, she gave me an extra cookie to give to you today. Oh, to make sure. wonderful. Uh, yeah, she's very territorial about her kitchen and she doesn't really want me around it and and, and so i my skills which have never been great have deteriorated because i just don't get i don't get the reps you know i'm not getting those first team snaps in there i'm not getting second team snaps and so i haven't developed as a as anything resembling a shed. right
3: you've lost your you've lost whatever whatever you had you yeah. lost and
2: it wasn't much wrong. you said early jimmy hasn't really developed or gotten better yeah yeah neither um, of you not at all no. going the wrong what? way there That's-
3: it, it 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 sounds it sounds like from what I've heard that she does she's more than
2: she does more than well enough yeah, for both of you. Yeah, and I know she would uh, enjoy checking out uh, everything yeah. here at Friedman's fall clearance sales event. Um, during the commercials, we played the you know one of my favorite promos here, Ray and I talking about the Xfinity mobile text line, and I I have been. Uh, uh, I haven't been checking the text today, JDX. Xfinity Mobile Text Line 888-957-9570. Thanks as always for your participation. What do we have uh, going today on the text line?
3: Yeah, on the text line 510 uh, Debo saved the season offensively last year not he Jimmy. Sure did. A lot of people just you know don't don't give Jimmy Jimmy the credit. Uh Igadala the designated spanker. <laughs>
2: That's Is he an, practicing this weekend? An, uh,
3: oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, uh, yeah, this via Anthony Slater uh, from, from Warriors practice. The Warriors' first training camp practice was this morning wow. in in downtown San Francisco. Uh, Iguodala wasn't at practice today won't be at practice tomorrow. So I had okay. the joke a half yeah. hour or so ago about, well, you know, when he's around, he could be pretty helpful. Sure. Uh, he, so he's 0 for 2 the first two days. Yeah. Steve Kerr saying that uh, Iguodala had planned on retirement and had prior plans this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but a last-minute push to get him back, he'll be at practice oh. Monday. So
2: I, yeah, I can come back, but this weekend I'm not going to be around because I thought I was going to retire.
3: Right. No problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had plans this weekend. I'm coming back, but I can't make it this weekend.
2: He's not a babysitter this year, is he? Is that? I art?
3: think he more more this year than next, or more this year than last year. I would say. I mean, I don't know about you, but. I mean, they. I don't. Do you think he's going to be as productive on the floor no. this year as he was last year? He was pretty productive.
0: He was. That's, he was. That's,
3: he was more productive on the court last year than I thought. And then at at that point, I mean, any of the wisdom, assuming again he's around, mm-hmm. any of that wisdom is welcome.
2: It's just so funny to look back last year when the Warriors were starting practice, where things looked. Uh, what we thought about them and and how things look, not, not where they look, but how they look and how they look now. A championship, you know, And last year's – I don't know, boy, the doors – that door could be closed. That championship well, window could be uh,
3: shut. It's a championship, but it's also a championship. And you look around the league and you're thinking, well, they could win it again. Like – and not that it's a lock and they're going to have to stay healthy. And they did, for the most part, stay healthy last year as far as their top 6 players. I know they did have some injuries at other once they got Clay back, he was healthy for the most part. Draymond had his thing, but it was in the middle of the year. Steph had his time that he missed, but he was ready for the playoffs. Like they all had their little individual things, but nothing derailed it and then once they got in the playoffs, the top 6 was Steph and Clay and Draymond and Wiggins and Looney and Poole. They were all healthy. Mm-hmm. So they had a, they had more than enough to to get through the gauntlet. Of, of the 16 games that, that you have to win in the playoffs to do. So like, health is a big part of it, but I I mean, why? I mean, we were just talking about Boston and some of the issues there, and I mean, is is Milwaukee going to win it? Is You know, Phoenix is going to be worse, I think, than they've been. Does, does Denver make a jump? I mean, they would tell you they're going to. Everybody's going to talk about Memphis. We'll see how they handle being six. Success- like, the Warriors are immediately in the top, 4-5 as mm. far as being in the mix. Dallas and, and ain't can getting back it. to the
2: conference finals, by the way. That ain't happening. Well, they
3: shouldn't have last year.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, that, and without Brunson, good so, luck. Yeah. yeah they, I, I know. Mean, Luke is the greatest ever.
3: Well, we'll see. I mean, they'll, they'll win game. They'll be a 5-6 seed again, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go from there. Yeah.
2: Well, you got to watch out for those Lakers, right? Because they got everything figured out with Russ, and he's going to be coming <laughs> off the bench. And Oh, well. Anyway, um, I wanted to ask you about this. We were – Talking about Kuminga, Jonathan Kuminga, and how important this year is to him and the development of the young players. Steve Kerr did an interview with, as you mentioned, Anthony Slater. He did an interview with Anthony Slater. And in the interview, Steve Kerr brought up what Stephen A. Smith had said about Jonathan Kuminga. And Stephen A. had said that Kuminga lacked commitment and that Kuminga was, quote, shortchanging, end quote, the Warriors. That's what Stephen A. said and Steve Kerr brought that up and said, yeah, when we heard that, I called Bob, and we tried to figure yeah. out what that is. <laughs> I don't know why he gave him that much credit. The, whatever Stephen A. said there, it reminds me of last year. Remember when there was talk of, oh, Ben Simmons is going to be traded? And Stephen A., he has a way of kind of saying something without saying it. Remember he said, all I'm saying is the Warriors and the Sixers and Ben Simmons, things are percolating. Well, Remember that was what I he said. Uh, no- nothing was percolating.
3: Well, I – I think there was some validity to it, and I think it, my read on it was, and this is a little inside, inside baseball, but my read was, well, Steve Kirk called Bob and said, what, what's this about? Like, why would Stephen A. be talking about this? That, that tells me that Steve Kirk didn't put it to Stephen A. It tells me that Bob Myers didn't put it to Stephen A. Well, hmm, who else, who, who would have who mentioned that to Stephen A. Smith then?
2: Hmm. Uh, who Joe um,
3: Laker, Maybe. Oh, really? Like I think wow. I think there's some truth to it. I like to me like I, I'm not saying I know that that's the case, but that was like that's where my mind went.
2: Okay, my so mind
3: you're... my mind went that one. There is some validity to it.
2: That somebody uh, who has some kind of credibility mentioned it's Stephen A. You're assuming that? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay.
0: okay.
3: No, I I I think it's without a doubt. I mean, what what Stephen A. said was very much in line with things that I've heard. Mm-hmm. As far as and, – and I get it. Okay, maybe – like I said, maybe Steve and Bob didn't tell Stephen. and Short a, What does
2: that mean? What? Well, who knows? Short-changing the words, that would – to me that implies he's not giving
1: the Well, effort. the work ethic.
3: I mean, work ethic, focus, like a belief that, that certain things are beneath him in terms of whether it's playing in the G League or, or you know, believing that he should be the fifth Starting star. Starting at least playing more. The, you know, like – because I, I think he probably – my read on Kaminga would be that he looks around at times and he says, "All right, there's Steph, there's Clay, there's Draymond, there's Wiggins, there's maybe even maybe even Pool, but I'm like I'm the I'm the next best player on this team." Do you know and why he I feels that play.
2: way? For one thing, he's pretty good, but i didn't know this about coming until recently he basically learned to play basketball by watching what player Do you know this like he watched one guy I, it's like that's how he learned no, to play basketball I, kobe uh, okay all right and so that when i sense. watch him play it's like it's, of course you can see that in him so if you learn to play like mamba and then he's got to fit in with what the warriors do I can see now he's wrong. He should make those adjustments, but I could see how it's an issue for him.
3: No, I, I think I think I can definitely see I can definitely see some of that, but shake it off. Yeah, and that's yeah. where like I'm not saying he's right to go back to yeah. a guy like Iguodala. You know, if Iguodala can can have it hit home, and like because I think that was the other part of well, why do you why do you say something to Stephen A. Smith where Stephen A. Smith's maybe going to work it into a show well, because Stephen A. Smith got cachet among players like to me it's almost an attempt
2: to to get to get him to to, get
3: to like acknowledge like in a different way in a different way in a
2: way where i just think there'd be more efficient ways to do that
3: comcast business text line of 510 uh and that this is also i think a pretty good point Stephen a's report was validated when he showed that he didn't think he should have been playing in the summer league and not only didn't think he should be playing but didn't didn't play well at all I mean, to me, when I mean the Draymond Green comments were even more damning. Where he says, "Hey, I show up to your game, and it's basically like you're going through the motions. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when the vets show up, you go all out, and that that kind of thing." I also thought they put him in a weird spot in the summer league too, where they, were, I mean, they were playing him at point guard, and they, they almost were, I, I thought, showcasing him to like go dominate and play yeah. like Kobe right. at, at that level, right? Like, right? And and he was bad. I mean, for the most part, like he was not good, mm-hmm. and I thought their team was bad. Like I, I like, to me, they, they, they had all this talent, but it was like they didn't know how. How do we want to get to Wiseman and Kaminga's trying to do his thing, and Moody's trying to fit in, and and then you had uh, McClung well, who's not, yeah, <laughs> McClung who's just you know, it, it, he thought it was his show. Yeah, like he, I mean, <laughs> uh, so I don't I, know.
2: On, on some level, you can't blame a guy at that, you know. the so summer league, but I, they, you're right. are right. almost.
3: It was almost like they had five guys with five different agendas on that on that well, summer see, league. They me, were that's awful watch. That Kuminga. was a brutal. Like it was like, I, I, I wanted to see Wiseman play, but like I there were a couple times where I turned them off because it was not anything resembling what the Warriors have been about.
2: There is that element to Kuminga's game. And that's why I still think one of the big questions here is how can he fit into what the Warriors do, especially when, you know, we talked about this last year. If he was on Houston or somebody, a terrible team, I mean, they- you know, they have some better players like Jalen Green, but it'd be easier for him to be, all right, I'm going to take over here. I'm the guy. And he can't do that here. And it's not just that, it's the style of play. And, I mean, you know, maybe that's one reason why he lasted as long as he did. In the draft, and I think that's going to be a crucial year for him to figure that out. It's very interesting what you say. I Honestly, hadn't considered that, and I see where you're coming from. That Stephen A. got this me. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, wow. That's and and for Steve Kerr to bring it up, there must be some to it, because otherwise, why would he bring that up? And he said, "Oh, you know, that was last year. Guys, go through that." No, so, no doubt. It's almost like uh, he's being the good cop and someone else being the bad cop?
3: Yeah, and I, I mean, I go back to, remember, remember when uh, Stephen A. Smith, he was out at ESPN and then he came back?
2: Yeah. Remember, remember yeah. the
3: video, like Joe Lacob did a video of, like, this was like a welcome back video to, to first take, and it was Joe, like, in bed. Oh. Like uh-huh. welcome back back. So like there's there's some kind of there's okay. some kind of connection there's a, there's there a and, Pennsylvania and then. And then he's got the trophy and yeah Wow. So he's, well,
2: well, that's you know, a very interesting well, theory. I'm well, glad I asked you. And about and that. it's
3: and it's not that there's necessarily anything wrong with like that's like I think it's if that's how it played out, I it wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm. because there's and it and I don't think that it's off base to have that be your opinion of Kaminga either. Uh, again, not an indictment of his, his career. I think the other part, though, Whitey, is you look at Kaminga go seven and you look at the other players that were drafted around. Cade uh, Cunningham plays a lot. Yep. Jalen Green plays a, a lot. lot. Evan Moby plays a lot. lot. Scotty Barnes lot. is really good. Jalen Suggs would have played a lot if he hadn't been hurt. Giddy played a lot. Uh, Wagner played a lot. Yep. Davion Mitchell played a lot. Like yep. you just go through Zaire Williams of of the mm-hmm. the Grizzlies was number ten. He played a lot. Uh, well, he played a lot as the season went on, and was playing. I mean, he played in the playoffs. Against Duarte the
2: played an awful lot.
3: Yeah, Duarte played a lot. So you can go down through the first yeah fourteen fifteen picks, and a lot of those players were playing a lot. And I think Kaminga. And I'm, he's not even wrong to feel this way. Right. He, I think he looks at that group and says, I'm, I'm the best player of that group, or I'm, I'm the at least the second or the third best player of that mm-hmm. group.
2: We talked a lot last year, you and I, about whether Kaminga was like a three or more of a four. And obviously, that's a really important question. And I don't know that we've seen enough to have any idea yet. And that's another thing they're going to have to sort out. And I don't know what they envision or how he sees himself. I know some say, oh, I heard someone say this. Oh, you know, down the road, he'll replace Draymond. It's like, no, he won't. Yeah, no.
3: (laughs) I mean, I, I, I don't I think he views himself as a three. Like a, like a, that's kind of how
2: I've seen him, and I, 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 I know you, I, you and Steiner are more of a four, and I, the more I think about it, the more I see your side of I it. I mean,
3: I think he's more of a four. I actually think he'd be more effective as a four, five, a four or even a small ball five from time to time, but, but, uh, but to me he's more of a – like he views himself, though, as, as a three that's putting it on the deck, out on the yeah. wing, going yeah. between his legs, yeah. attacking people, mm. bully, bullying him with his strength, and, yeah. and getting to the basket. Like, I, like, or, or hitting, hitting a step-back three you know, uh, off, off of the wing as well. So I think that's why it is so confounding because I think when he's the most effective, it could be, it's kind of like how Wiseman needs to be effective, like doing the little things. It's not the exact template, but it's more, it's more doing the little things. I The, the part that I'm fascinated about is the Warriors are going to, they're, they're going to have to play Moody. They're going to have to play Kaminga. They're going to have to play Wiseman. Like, even if you think they have that six, that group of six that I mentioned, plus DiVincenzo, plus Jermichael Green, even if you view DiVincenzo and, and Green as you're in the rotation. So that's eight. The, the next three are the young guys. The next, so, and, and we know Steve Kerr wants to play 11 anyway, even on a, on a night where it's a tighter rotation. So those three are all going to have minutes. On the normal night where everybody's playing, what I'm curious of is do they earn those minutes? Like do they do they and, and you know because they're gonna have and if they're not playing there's gonna be a reason why they're not playing because the, to me the way that this whole season has been planned out is is for Divincenzo and Jamichael Green and the top six to not get in the way of those other three like there's nobody in the way like this is truly the year where the Warriors can play those guys a lot play the regular guys a lot and try to and try to win and develop
2: clearly the Warriors really desperately wanted Igadala to come back this year I think the number one reason is because they feel that they're at a crossroads or they're approaching a crossroads uh with Jonathan Kuminga and they know how important he is to their future and they have a lot invested in him and they hope for great things from him and I think they feel like based on these reports and by the way we're uh at the uh crossroads today shopping center uh, here at Friedman's Supplies and mm-hmm. Supplies Ill. I think they feel that Igadala if he can help them keep Kaminga on what they think is his truest, best path, then I think uh, it's worth it, whatever they have to pay um, Igadala to help them get there.
3: No question. And, and Igadala becomes somebody like, – I wouldn't even pencil him into that rotation at no. this point. Like, it's just – I mean, he's already not not here. <laughs>
2: <Day> <laughs> well, one. I thought he was going to retire.
3: I, that's the job I want, by the way. I want the job where I can sign my contract – yeah, but you know what? I, I, I wasn't going to work for you. Yeah. So I wasn't going to work for you, but now I am going to work for you. But I'm going to miss the first couple yeah, days.
2: because I wasn't going to work I, for you. Because I wasn't going to work for you. my it. fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: so uh, the 925 on the Comcast Business Text Line, good, good message here. I'm worried about Kaminga. This person worried about Kaminga because he thinks he needs to be a star before he's ready to be a star. He needs to work harder on defense and being on the right place on the floor when he needs to be. I think that's perfectly stated.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Where are we with uh, Jordan Poole? I know that Bob Myers says he's going to meet with Jordan Poole's representatives after they get back from Japan. And October 17th is the deadline, right, JD, for him to sign his rookie contract extension or to sign an extension. So there is something of a deadline. Otherwise, he
3: becomes a restricted free agent. Yeah.
2: So the Warriors warriors say, oh, we want to keep Wiggins, we want to keep Draymond, we want to keep Poole. How realistic is that? Short answer. I, to, to me,
3: I think this year is going to dictate that. I think they've already laid the foundation to say, hey, maybe it's not, it's not going to be feasible financially to keep all three. But the timeline of it all, it, it, I mean, we'll see. I mean, Draymond's
2: the pressure valve, right, well, the safety me, valve on all this. Well,
3: I'll just give you a boom, you know, boom, boom, boom answer on, on – like Jordan Poole's the guy I'd pay right now. He's the first decision by date that you have to make some kind of a decision – so I would I would pay Jordan Poole now. Uh, and the main reason I would pay Jordan Poole now is because I don't want Jordan Poole to play this season feeling like he needs to get paid. Like feeling like I got to do, I got to equal my numbers from last year or or improve my numbers from last year cuz his role has the potential to be a little different cuz Clay's going to be more in the fold in the regular season than he was. Like he's not going to get those starts with Steph that he got at the beginning of last year when he was averaging 18 a game. Starting alongside Steph Curry and they were winning
4: a lot.
2: Yep.
3: Up until the point in which he gave it. So like short answer is I'd pay Poole now. And 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 that doesn't mean he's necessarily around long term, but you can you could trade him later. But to me you want a clear headed Jordan Poole for this year. So I'd pay him now. Wiggins I'd wait, and the reason I would wait is just because I don't feel the market for Wiggins. First only. of all
2: you can because you don't have that yeah, deadline. Gr-
3: yes, that yeah. And, uh, the other part though is the fact that like, you can wait on Wiggins because i don't think the market for Wiggins in the league other teams are going to be looking to pay Wiggins what the warriors are paying him now and more mm-hmm. like i don't think, like i think people view him as a good player you're not but you're not paying him a raise right now to go play for your team i think there's a little bit of a hey Wiggins is doing this cuz he's on the warriors yeah. and the pressure's off and he's the fourth best player and it it's like you're not getting a raise from another team
2: he's worth more to you than he would be to any team and And every other team recognizes that. yeah and
3: he's already made a lot of money so like i think he's inclined to either stay the same or maybe decline a little bit like it in terms of salary like so regardless like he's the one that I and draymond i would say unless you're unless you want to sign the extension where the numbers start going down every year uh yeah then I dare you to opt out.
2: We love you, Draymond. We want to keep you. I dare Will you, you opt give me out. the max. No, I dare you. I dare, you to, no I dare you to
3: opt out, and if you yeah. opt out, we'll try to sign you back. Mm-hmm. But I dare. I'm going to dare you to opt out.
2: Yeah. At the end of this, something time. has to give, and and you look at um, the fact that they had to take him off the floor for a brief spell during the finals. That's if if something has to give. That's given his history. Um, of back injuries and his advanced age, that's where if something has to give, it's got to be him. And you'd love for him to go, you know what, I love it here. I'll take less. Let's work something out. But if he's not going to do that, then I can't keep him.
3: By the way, quick quick little breaking news. I don't know if you want to fit this in here. Maybe we get to it at the top of the hour. But uh, interesting note from Adam Schefter.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> you want to hold on to that? Yeah. Let's we'll hold, you want to hold we on will. to that. We will. Okay, we'll, we'll come right <laughs> back with that breaking news regarding th- – um, the uh, 49ers' opponent tomorrow. Yeah, big yeah. news. Big news. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, Poole, you'd give him his extension, get that taken care of. Sit back with um and yeah, wait a little bit. And Wiggins. Wiggins, figuring you know, probably going to keep him. And in as Dray- Draymond. And
3: Draymond, goes. I dare you. Yeah, like, opt out, brother. Yeah.
2: Why was <laughs> that such a uh, a firestorm of controversy a few weeks ago when it was like Draymond wants out. He wants the max.
3: Uh, yeah. I, to me, it was more Draymond setting the tone for. Like, I don't think Draymond wanted anything now and knew he wasn't going to get anything now. I think he was setting the tone for next year. Huh. Like, I think he was almost, hey, don't think I won't. Because like, yeah. initially it was, to me initially it would have been, well, you know what, that's cute, Draymond, but we'll talk to you next summer. And I, but I think he's trying to, hey, don't think I won't. Don't think I won't leave next summer. Don't think I won't opt out and try to get more elsewhere and make you match it to keep me. So let's just get something done.
2: Coming up next, yeah, you know that the uh, 49ers taking on a Denver team that has looked a little bit disorganized the first couple weeks of the season. Looks like Denver's doing something about that. We'll tell you what that is when we come back. Whitey Gleason, John Dickinson, and we're live from Friedman's Fall Clearance Sales Event this weekend only at Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill featuring live cooking demonstrations and one-of-a-kind specials on appliances. We've got more coming up here from Friedman's. It's Whitey and J.D. on 95.7. got it. If you
0: have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every
3: day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com.